once again, welcome back at Soups and Brews. Um, as always, Pavy, um, joined by my co-host Joe. How you feeling today, bro? I'm pretty good, man. Another hot day in LA. Uh, yeah, gotta go to the start today. Degrees outside right now. It is. I'm thank God I'm on the west side. I'm not not that far from the beach, so it ain't that bad for me. I was over in the early LA, um, on more like mid mid uh, mid city earlier, and I was like, it was hell over there. But I'm glad I'm close to the beach now because. Whew. The thing about these hot days, though, is at nighttime, it's beautiful. Like, it's about 70, 75 at night. So, but during the day, it's tough. Yeah, see, I haven't stepped outside yet today. So, I actually don't know how hot it is. Got <laughs> kind of stuff I want to run around and do. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah. So, like I said, man, last, like I like I said, last episode, I wanted to start getting into our division breakdowns as we get closer and closer to the actual NBA season starting. Um, I'm in my, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, there's the, KD thing, which I'm really tired of talking about Kevin Durant. I really want to mute the name Kevin Durant. I really want to mute I'm the not name mad at Kevin. that at all. I'm not mad at that at all. Kevin Durant until training camp. When he actually shows up and dribbles an actual basketball in a actual NBA in a actual NBA facility, then I will talk about Kevin Durant again. But I am so tired of talking about Kevin Durant. But I'm not mad saying, at that. saying all that to say I want to get into our actual um division breakdown, start talking about these things and talking about how the 22-23 NBA season might look the fact we're going on year 2023 is also like what the fuck I remember I just played okay and like it would take you mad long to get to 20 uh to like 2023 mm-hmm. like actually right here but um uh-huh. first thing I want to start with is the Boston Celtics um obviously they were the um runner-up last season they made it to the finals um I think we all think they probably came back a little bit stronger um looking at their roster uh, obviously, they added Malcolm Brogdon via trade. They also added Gallinari. Um, and, yeah, they added Gallinari and they added Robert Williams. They didn't really lose anybody out of their rotation, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, again, they added Mal- Malcolm Brogdon and Gallinari. So what do you think about the Boston Celtics? Do you think these moves help them? Uh, what are your fears about the Celtics? Um, yeah. I think the moves definitely helped them. We've talked about this on the podcast before. But, yeah, what they did kind of, like, is exactly kind of what they needed. We all pretty much agreed that they needed somebody else to take the ball handling duties away from Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and kind of push them more into their spots and kind of get them the ball instead of them kind of initiating offense for themselves. They kind of did exactly what you would need. They added another a veteran's floor spacer in uh, Delino Gallinari. Uh, Brogdon was a great pickup. Uh, he's one of the probably one of the top 15 or 20 guards in the league. Shoot the lights out, high IQ, a guy who can – really initiate your offense and knock down a shot where you need him to, or even create his own shot. But they just, they did exactly what you would think, what you would need of them to do this offseason. Uh, shout out to Brad Stevens in that front office for addressing that pretty much immediately. They didn't waste any time to acquire Brogdon. It was one of the first moves of the offseason, right? The yeah, Brogdon accusation was one of the, yeah. So shout out to them for immediately, right after they found pretty much one of the first moves. They, they addressed what needs to be fixed. Um, now this pretty much, only thing with them is, I, I feel like the East is going to beef up a little bit more next year with, you know, a healthy Harden. Mm-hmm. Healthy Chris Middleton, guys coming back, but they did their they did their part as far as like to compete with these uh the monsters of the East who are coming back healthy next year. I don't expect them to go back to the finals next year, but I wouldn't be hundred percent shocked if they do get back to the finals. I don't expect them to. I'm not gonna say that I expect them to, but I wouldn't be shocked if they do get back. But I do not expect them to. They have the they have the personnel to get there, and they have the star talent. Obviously, Jalen Brown and Tatum are only trending up, only getting better from here. They have obviously. A uh, very kind of a lot of people will say, as you would say, maybe a disappointing finals, but it's only going up from here. Tatum, hey, they, one person had one, it wasn't they? It wasn't they, it was him, one man. 
I watched a listen. I watched a full playoffs. Uh, like, here montage. you go. No, listen. Literally last night, I watched a full playoff montage of like highlights. You know who only had one highlight the entire twenty minute thing? Uh, the finals? <laughs> no, the whole playoffs. You know who had one highlight? Wait, nah, don't do that. Gee, no, literally, it's on Who's the NBA's YouTube. Go on the I'm dead as it. Go on the NBA's YouTube. Look up That's the best troll, moments G. of the 2022 playoffs. Jason Tatum had one highlight. That was that layup game winner. Man's had one That's highlight it. in a 20 minute. I'm dead ass serious. He had one the three highlight. ball over in. They didn't put the three ball on Giannis eye socket in game. No, six he had one. No, he, he had no. No, he had one oh, highlight in a 20 minute compilation. Every everything you saw in a Celtics jersey came from Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum was nowhere to be found throughout the entire compilation. That's, in, that's insane. He's getting blackballed like young boy. He getting no, blackballed he's out here. That's not crazy. that good. He's not that good. <laughs> but but um pretty much I kind of agree with everything that you uh said. Um I think that probably I mean Al Horford played incredible last playoffs. That's probably I don't that's you probably can't get that again. Like that was that was probably the last hurrah of um Al Horford. So I do you like think the fact so? you you can't he's probably I mean, going low manners for the majority of the year. I mean, but gee, he was shooting like fifty percent from three at one point, dog. Like I'm like like <laughs> not like we was, like gee the yeah, man was gee the man was pump faking and dunking on Giannis. We probably not getting that again, bro. Man, that they said he was watching OKC. He was bad in Philadelphia. I'm just I ain't gonna write it off on him because I know you're not gonna you're not gonna run him into the ground in the regular season. They got plenty of bodies. They got plenty of bigs for that between Robert Williams and all the oh, other guys yeah. they have. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't write Al for all of G in the playoffs because they not going. is thirty six years old. If they make it back to the finals, he will be thirty seven years old next year. We have probably seen that was probably the last hurrah of Al Horford. But I, but I want to say that that's okay because I because because I love what they um have done to their roster. Like um, I love the pickup of uh, Malcolm Brogdon. I think it slides everybody into their correct positions. Um, I don't think Marcus Smart, like uh, even even Marcus Smart, I think Marcus Smart had too many ball handling responsibilities um, last year. You know, I I, I think I, I think Marcus Smart is your actual point guard. That probably isn't what you want to do. I think Marcus Smart is just like another ball handler. Um, well, well, your uh, off ball ball handler per se, like some of the guys who can run some offense. Actually, you know, kind of Marcus Smart yeah. is a very he's a very unique player to say the least. Yeah. He's capable of doing yeah. a lot of things. He's capable, but but I don't want him like I want to use him like a Patrick Beverly when it comes to running like a um offense. You wouldn't let Patrick Beverly just run a. I don't offense. know. He's a little better than Patrick Beverly offensively. He's a little better. Yes, he can distribute but, a lot better. He yes. can kind of get his shot on. He gets he gets to the rim. Marcus Smart can get to the rim when he. No no no, no 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 no. Smart is a guy who like if he scores twenty points, I'm not shocked. It's just I feel like Boston leaned on him too many times to score the ball and to facilitate last year when I don't think that's what he does best. Not that he can't do it. I, that's just not what he does best. Um, so I like picking up Malcolm Brogdon, having a guy who, I mean, he's I mean, he's he's had a 50-40 yeah, night season before. Um, he's always averaged about seven to eight assists. Um, he's been pretty much the main ball handler for most of the teams he was on outside of when he was with the Bucks and they would let Giannis do what um, Giannis did. But he's pretty, pretty much the main ball handler for most of the teams that he's been on when he's been on the court. It's the only thing about Malcolm Brogdon is health. I mean, recently Malcolm Broden hasn't been the healthiest person, um, but you would think that's maybe true, he has less. But you would think maybe he has less on him now, having you know, Jalen Brown, having Marcus Martin, having Tatum, and like I said, I think it slides everybody up in the lineup. It allows Horford to go to the bench, and then when you look at their bench, um, adding up Delito, I think it's huge. I think one thing you saw in the finals was that they had like no bench scoring. Like you would look at the box score, and everything would come from 
the first five people that play the bench. Who are the starters? Who are the starters? It was Marcus Smart, Tatum Brown, Tatum Robert Brown, Williams. Robert Williams, and uh, Horford. Horford? I mean, Grant Williams would come off the bench sometimes. He was streaky. I, 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 he definitely yeah. was streaky. But he was yeah. sometimes off the bench. Yeah, but then you got to the finals. Peyton Pritchard didn't do anything anymore. Grant Williams didn't do anything anymore. Derek White forgot how to shoot. So I he think had that I, one good game. Yeah, game one, he went crazy. Yeah. And after that, he just yeah, he just forgot how to shoot. He was going. Jeremiah talked about how frustrated he was with Derek White after that. I was a little. I remember watching Jeremiah's podcast. Like he was talking about how he was closing out on Derek White, and he was just making everything. Was yeah, crazy. and then he came back down to earth. But I think adding, <laughs> but, but I think adding the needle to that bench, and also, I'm assuming this is what's going to happen: sliding Horford to the bench as well. And again, I think that put Tatum in his natural position, which is a four. I think it put Brown in his natural position, which is a three. I think uh, and Smart and Brock and Brock in the basketball and fire backcourt. Yeah, yeah, in your backcourt. And again, you Love have that backcourt. And you have Danilo. I'm pretty sure if you have Horford and Danilo, you're not going to go games where your bench is scoring like 10, 12 points. I mean, Danilo is a guy, obviously, it's not 10 years ago, but Danilo was a guy who's averaged about 20 points in the league. So I'm a I'm assuming adding Horford and Danilo to your bench voices your bench along with what um you already have. So again, I like what Boston has done. Um, and I don't see why they can't get back to the finals. To me, I think it's a failure if they don't get back to the finals. I mean, I feel you. I mean, like Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks didn't exist. I would I would agree with you, but it's other I mean, teams. Yeah, it's other but, teams we get into as as the podcast goes along. It's other teams is beefing up like. I mean, for sure. I mean, later, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. But there were people who picked Boston to beat the Bucks, even with. I mean, I was a person who picked the Bucks to beat Boston, even without Chris Middleton. But still, when you look at what they've done, you look at who they've added. I don't think there's a team top to bottom on paper that we can say is definitively better than them. Even the Bucks, obviously. In I think Giannis. I don't is know. I got a couple of teams. I, mean, I think top to bottom could be, could be better. I think honestly. But this still it could be. It's not a definitive, like, oh, yeah, for sure. This okay, definitive. Okay, that's There's fair. no team that is definitively better. It's just that's when fair. you get on the court and how does it all play out, that's what we have to see. But all in all, um, I like what the Boston Celtics have done. Do you have a record prediction for the Celtics this season? Oh, I think whoa, oh, wait, wait, wait. One other thing I want to say. Boston, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Idoka? Ime? You don't get the coach? Yeah, you uh-huh. don't Brother, you got to get some more plays. Brother, brother. <laughs> You're not rocking with the reading brother, react, brother, passing cut. All brother, day. you got to, brother, brother. You got to, brother, you got to get some more plays besides ISO and swing the ball you gotta around. You got to get, yep. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah, get, once, so, 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 real, real quick, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go real quick. Mm-hmm. If you bring mm-hmm. Brogdon over, yes, I think it helps. But if you're going to run the same offense from last year, that shit ain't going to matter. The only thing you did is add a better three-point shooter, which is fair. But if you run the same offense from last year, that shit not finna matter. So I really hope they do a better job of getting people in their actual spots and not just isoing and swinging the ball around. So uh, Udoka, yes, you know, y'all caught that uh, wave the last half of the season. There's tape out on you now. People know what you're doing. A lot of tape out on you now. People know what you're doing. So I hope that yeah. this year you come back in with some better plays and not doing that shit you was doing for the whole playoffs last year. Joe, go ahead. Yeah, I have to agree. Once you – in the finals, I've obviously, Boston came out on 2-1 start, right? They got up 2-1. Yeah, I think they so. Came out, that was, yeah, and once the Warriors, it seemed like they switched, they kind of had a – once they kind of scouted the first few games and they haven't schemed, it seemed like they were just sort of forcing Jason Tatum, Brown, to their left. And once they sent them left, it was just throwing up, like, bullshit. Like, legit. They was forcing them left, and then shit just went to hell. Like, they got to be able to counter that. They got to be able to get Tatum the ball on the block, get him the ball on the wing, get him the ball in his positions. 
and he needs to be able to they need to be able to score the ball when they aren't in their comfortable zone. Like it's just Yudoka, yeah, they're gonna definitely have to go into the uh, playbook and get something going on because you shouldn't, you shouldn't it shouldn't be that easy to beat it, a professional player. I can see a high school team, but high school team is losing because you're getting forced left. That's that's kind of fair because they they're school. younger, but a professional team should not be losing a bat like a finals because you can sent a certain way and you just kind of folding up as it happens. So they just got a couple small tweaks and they can be there. But yeah, that's pretty much with with this up to. But again, I never thought their offense was that good throughout the whole playoffs. Like their offense never impressed me not once. The thing was that they would defend so well and they would shoot so many like they would defend so well that usually they would never be out of games. And they would all and 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 they had enough firepower where they could get hot for 2 to 3 minutes and take a 10 point lead or you know just get get themselves back get Yeah, don't let them get hot. Hey. The only thing only that happened in the uh, finals was you ran into a team that defends just as well as you. And also has Steph Curry on it. <laughs> so even if we can't score, we have probably one of the best, not probably, we have probably a top five offensive player to, to ever play the game of basketball. So I never thought their offense was that good. I always thought their offense was really funky just because of how they ran it. But their defense was so good that they could get away with that last year. I hope that this year um, – with their additions that they had, their offense is a is a little bit more fluid, a little smoother. That would yeah, be mm-hmm. smoother and less clunky, and we don't see Tatum having a NBA record for fucking turnovers or NBA record, All NBA, or the most points in the postseason, things like that too. As well, don't forget about he, stuff like that. As well. He also played the most minutes for everybody. I don't, and I don't think he had an NBA record for uh, fire most minutes. That's fire. That means my best players are most available. You, but you also had the most turnovers. That? Had the most turnovers in the history of the NBA for a playoff series. He's young, it happens. It'd be all right. Most turnovers. I'm, I'm, I'm outstanding year for Jason Tatum. First team All NBA. Saved the team when it was about to go out versus Antetokounmpo. Not too many players were able to do what he did that game. And I still want to. I still personally want to see more from um, Jason Tatum. I'm still not completely convinced. In the finals, in the finals for sure. In the no, finals. I'm just not convinced with Jason Tatum yet in general. He's no doubt a top 10 player. Listen, fair. You can either be Kevin Durant or you can be Paul George. There's a difference between the two, though. <laughs> Am I lying about that? It's a difference between the two. Kevin Durant and Paul sure. George is different between the two. There's a difference, most definitely. Difference between two. So I that's that's Paul George get to the finals, though, like how Tatum did last year. I ain't, I ain't seen, seen that. Paul George never... be on a team that damn good either. Paul George has been on a team that good? Well, okay. I mean, look, obviously the Clippers teams, yes. The Clippers teams, yes. Yes. The only year that you would say he's been on a team that good. The only team the that you would – yeah, but that yeah, but that Pacers team didn't have no Marcus Smarts, didn't have no Jalen Browns. Yeah, team was pretty fire too. Yeah, come on, G. That team didn't have no Marcus Smarts, no Jalen Browns. That, that didn't have that 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 didn't have no Marcus Morris, Jalen Browns. They had MVP Westbrooks. They had uh, – I understand Jason that. Lucas, they had Andre Robertson's. They had Jeremy Grant's. That Steven team Adams. was not that team was not the Boston Celtics. They weren't right. a bad team. Listen, they weren't a bad team, but that team was not the Boston Celtics. Paul George has he kind of he's had really good teams. He just he's had solid teams. They had it like bro, 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 bro. Like Paul George. The Celtics with the same pretty much core, which I think is Horford and Smart, in my personal opinion, is the core of the Celtics because they've been at the longest. We're still going to the conference finals with Isaiah Thomas. He's five nine. We have to remember that. We do it. We do it. We do it. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying the core of this team was still going to the conference finals, no matter if Jason said it was on the roster or not. 
Paul George ain't never had no team like that. He ha- he's had teams that are capable of getting there, but he just wasn't. He couldn't get them there. He's had teams that are capable of getting there if he went on the roster. If he went on the roster, I'm talking about Paul George specifically. He's had listen, teams like that. Listen to what I just said. I said the Boston Celtics before Tatum was even a thought process with the same core, which in my personal opinion, the core of the Celtics is Al Horford and Marcus Smart. Those guys like the heart and soul core of that team. Everybody else, I don't want to say is replaceable, but they placed those pieces around those guys, in my opinion, because they were still going to the conference finals with guys like Isaiah Thomas lead the team. You can't say you can't say that like Isaiah Thomas was some sort of slouch or some shit. Isaiah I'm not Thomas saying that. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not you, saying you, that. Yeah. Who do you think is a better basketball player, Isaiah Thomas or Tatum? Tatum. Tatum Brown, Isaiah Thomas. I don't know if I can put together a season now, like Isaiah Thomas. That's not he just averaged twenty five and gave you pretty damn good defense. Isaiah Thomas was averaging thirty and giving you fifty in playoff games. He was going head to head with John Wall, making John Wall look like some look like a look like he ain't that great. It was dope. It was it was very dope. I don't know if I'm giving you that. That it was great. Give me Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown would never have a season. Shout out Isaiah Thomas. That's that's no no look. Shout out Isaiah Thomas. Like Isaiah Thomas. Listen, shout Isaiah out Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. That shit was incredible. It was dope. Jalen Brown, Brown. For pulling off what Isaiah Thomas put off the, well, his, his best year of his career. He's and not Isaiah capable. Thomas can't play the level of He's defense Jalen Brown. And he can give him can't that. do all the things that um on on the on the on the floor that Jalen Brown could do. Yes, he yeah, yes, he scored the ball better that season. He did score the ball better that season. And if you look at percentages, did he really score the ball better that season? Yes, he was the best fourth quarter scorer. I'm pretty sure he's either. He was him and Westbrook was neck and neck for top fourth fourth quarter scorer that year. Man, he always bro, got I them bucket when they needed it. They and they I had mean, the perfect. They had the perfect to get him what he. I'm pretty. It was not a chucker. It wasn't. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. I'm pretty sure he had elite percentages. Jalen Brown would never have a season like how it did that year. I don't know if I'm taking Jalen Brown any year of his career over what Isaiah. So why are you taking Tatum over there? What you mean? Why am I taking Tatum? Nah, Tatum he averaged, nah, he shot forty. He he shot forty. He shot forty six percent, which is actually incredible for somebody his size. 40, thirty point, 40, right? percent. It was basically. It was twenty. Yeah. It was twenty eight. He shot forty six percent, thirty seven percent from three. Season, like, I'll never forget that he. But looked, again, like he was like, a high pick in fantasy that year, and he yes. was just killing. Yes, but again, like, what I'm saying is, I don't want to say he was a system player. But I do think that it was like the because I'm because I'm not saying he wasn't good because obviously he averaged 19 in Phoenix, he averaged 20 with the Kings. But again, those weren't situations where you could also win basketball games in. What I'm saying is this: the Celtics had a the core, like I said one more time, in my opinion, was Horford and Marcus Smart because this team was still going to the conference finals before Tatum was even a thing. So that's why I'm just saying, like, I'm just still not convinced. With Jason Tatum yet. Yes, I do think he's a top 10 player for sure. But again, there is a difference between being him and you like, yeah, like you dope. Again, PG is a Hall of Famer. He's going to the Hall of Fame. When you get to the Hall of Fame, it's different levels of that Hall of Fame. And people talk about the man like he Kobe Bryant. I just, I'm sorry. I don't see that yet. <laughs> Who talk about him like he Kobe Bryant? No, like, I don't think anybody. Like he Kobe people. Bryant? A lot of people. That is a reach, Z. People talk about him like he's some level of superstar, and I just don't see that. He definitely is a level of superstar. I don't see that. The marketing in Boston and how big Boston is and his I mean, production. Yes, no, 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 look. Wasn't he, he an has, all-star starter? No, look, all-star he has, listen, 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 he has, listen, he has a Subway deal. 
No, look. 70 games every year of his career? He, he's Listen, always available. He has a he has a subway deal. He's very, very marketable. Yes, but as far as on the court very play. Very available. Yes, but, but as far as on the court play, I'm not giving superstars for a to play to get. Just my personal opinion. But that's 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 blasphemy. Me personally. Me personally. But uh wrapping up I the feel Celtics. Like but uh, wrapping up the subjects, moving on. There is one team I do want to talk about. Um, Joe, take over for me for um, one second. Actually, what team do you want to talk about? Next in the Atlantic. I guess we can switch over to the. We can go to Philly. I'm down to go to Philly. I was thinking about Philly. All right, take over for me for like one second. But what do you think about the um, Sixers? Um, what do you think about uh, Harden? What do you think about the additions they've kind of made? They haven't made too many additions, but they did make a couple. Uh, what do you think about the Tucker edition? What do you what do you what do you think about the um DeAnthony Melton um uh pickup? And also what do you think PJ about Embiid, yeah? And also what do you think about the the um Embiid and Harden um combo for a full year? Um hopefully with a healthy Harden and a healthy Embiid. Cool. I Philadelphia, I think they should Philadelphia should be one of those teams that should be kind of I'm not a championship robust type of vibe in Philadelphia, I believe. You go out this offseason, you add a P.J. Tucker, you add a Daniel House, you add a D'Anthony Milton, like Pavy just said. You bring back a Matisse Thibault. You bring it back Tobias Harris. You're bringing back Tyrese Maxey. You have a one hell of a court. It's talent. You look at this roster, you see talent all over the place. You bring back these guys. I think Philadelphia, I'm not going to – I think they might be – next season, you got a max Harden. You got a max uh, player in Joel Embiid. I think they should go into the next season with the championship robust type of vibe. I think that they um the Daryl Morey Harden connection they brought in guys that from Houston are very familiar with them. They got their spacing, plenty of shooting. Harden and B, you argue they need spacing. They brought those guys and they got PJ Tucker, who's not just only gonna give you spacing, he's gonna give you 100 percent effort. He's gonna guard the best player. He's gonna dive on the floor for the loose balls. He's gonna do all the dirty work and he's gonna hit you one one of the best three-point corner shooters, probably arguably in the history of the league. You add him, you do what they did, and I they said they bring back Cork Moss. I think Philadelphia, they're one of those teams where the sky's the limit with them. With the talent they have, um, I've seen, I, know, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, Harden has been in uh, multiple, going viral, multiple in, um, off-season workout videos at Rico Hines, different places getting work in. He looked like he ready to go. Uh, I've seen a couple clips where he was getting clamped by Scotty Barnes, a couple clips where he was just dominating. But it's no more excuses for Harden. He got a whole off-season, looks like he's locked in. You get a full year of Harden and Embiid. I think the sky's the limit for uh, Philadelphia. I don't think that they should be intimidated or they should be worried about anybody else. Um, you got to go through Giannis. Oh, we got Embiid for Giannis. You got to go through the Celtics. We got we got Harden to be for, for Tatum. We like they shouldn't be intimidated by anybody. I think that they should go into this year looking for a championship. They have all the pieces. They added the right pieces. Tyrese Maxey coming back, a young player. He's uh, he got the if y'all play 2K, he got the green arrows going up. Tyrese Maxey is bound for another big year. Um, they picked up, uh, like I said, like the Anthony Mota pickup would be very helpful. The backup, a backup guard. If anything does happen to Max, anything does happen, they they are deep. They got Paul Millsap, Shake Milton is coming back for another strong year. I think Philadelphia actually have a very underrated offseason. I think from this team, and they also they already had the talent. I think to already take that next step. But Philadelphia, I think we should all expect very high from them. I think Harden is going to come back strong. He hears a lot of criticism. Embiid is upset he didn't get the MVP last year. I was one of the people who thought he probably should have got it last year because I don't think Jokic was that convincing to get him back-to-back. But it is what it is. The voters went with Jokic because he had all the advanced stats. But it is what it is. I think Philadelphia, the sky is the limit. They have the around the roster, all the talent I just named. Matisse Thibault is coming back. Another guy. Um, 
obviously he struggles with his three-point shooting. I think he's around 30%. But lockdown defense, that can make up for what you might not get for Harden on that end. But it just depends on what – we get a whole year more chemistry between Harden and B. I really think the sky is limited for this Philadelphia team. Um, the only question I might have with this team is just health. Health. You got an older Harden. Harden obviously was – Harden in the Houston days was Iron Man. You're getting 75 games from him, 32 points per game. <laughs> back when he was in Houston. Back for 2018 Harden, you, every year, he was getting 75 games, at least 30 points. <laughs> Guaranteed. But that's not the same – James Harden's not that same guy. And obviously, Embiid, he had a great year last season. But can he – can he? the health is always going to be a question for Embiid. So we're going to see where that's going. That's pretty much my only question I was saying about Philadelphia is just it's health because I, I, I'm i a big fan of what they did in the offseason. I think they had a really good offseason. Just like I was talking about Boston, they added P.J. Tucker. Uh, they added De'Anthony Melton. I think they, uh, kind of the, they added Daniel House. I think he'll help. I think the Daryl Morey connection with James Harden is really um, – <laughs> The guys they picked up, they got some Houston guys. I think they're really championship robust for Philadelphia. I think, honestly, they have all the pieces depending on how Harden looks. I said he was um, – seen him in a lot of Rico Hines videos. He's looking really good sometimes, and he's looking kind of – he just – he's not the same Harden. But they oh, could have to – talked about uh, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, we got to talk about Barnes. That's the testament Scotty Barnes, though. Like, Scotty Barnes. No, bro. Look, literally, I look at Harden as one of the greatest scorers in NBA history. If a young nigga claps in your face – you got to be able to get a bucket in that situation. You cannot shoot the ball off the fucking backboard like how Harden did. I feel like if a young nigga, a second-year player, even though Scotty Barnes is cold, I'm going to get into Raptors in a bit. I'm going to praise him. But Scotty Barnes is cold. But, gee, if you're one of the greatest scorers in NBA history like how James Harden obviously is, you got to be able to get a bucket in that situation. And him not being able to get a bucket in that situation, it kind of says a lot about where Harden is at at this point. Because I feel like 2018 Harden, if 2018 Harden had a second-year player clapping in his face at an open run, he would have fucking step back his ass to another world and hit a three ball and, and did some crazy shit. He probably shit. did do that 20 other times in that thing, but they only put that clip out. I don't think so, G. I don't think so. You so. think I, every I, time I, Scotty I, Barnes guarded him, he just didn't score. <laughs> That's what you think. I, I would not say that, but look, I actually watched these clips. Like, I watched the Rico Hines, all the runs are posted on YouTube. And most of the clips, it's not him getting, like, Scotty Barnes was, like, doing his drawings on him most of the time. So it's just like, I think that says a lot about where Harden is at this point in his career, and I think that could fight the Sixers. He just simply is not that, like, he might not be that guy anymore. He looks good sometimes, but I just can't see there's, there's no scenario in my world where I see 2017 Harden is letting a second-year player clap in his face, and he proceeds to shoot the ball off the backboard. He tried to do his little his little hesitation. He got his, he got cut off every time. Like, that's a that's huge, bro. You can't get, like, he was doing his move, and you get cut off every time. That's pretty crazy. The same shit is going to happen when the Philadelphia plays the Raptors in the regular season. I mean, I, I, that I, happened in the playoffs when they played them, which is why I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that's just like, – Harden is supposed to be one of the greatest scorers of all time. You can't capitalize. You can't score on a second-year player. It's not looking too good for you. But uh, we'll see if Harden – maybe he was chilling in the – maybe he was just chilling in the, in the offseason run. The offseason, who really cares the offseason? But we'll see. He has a – um he's supposed to be coming back stronger off his he – had, he's had a full year to rehab. I know it's been a lot of his excuses coming off a hamstring injury. He had a full year to rehab. We'll see how he looks next year. It'll really rely on James Harden. I think it depends also how good Ty- Tyrese Maxey is obviously a young player. It depends on, like I said, he got, you know, two, he got the green arrows going up. Another big year for Tyrese Maxey is expected this year. If he can maybe take some slack off Harden when Harden can't get by a Scotty Barnes or Harden can't get by a, uh, who else are they playing against? That's, uh, if Mark, Harden can't get by a Marcus Smart, he can't get by a Tatum. We'll see if Tyrese Maxey can kind of maybe take over some of that load for him because that's going to be necessary because if, if he isn't that guy anymore, that's going to be huge for, Philly, but it's going to be depending on if their if their core can kind of step up and help that. 
But I think Philly has all the goods. Like that PJ Tucker pickup was huge. Well, didn't they give him like ten million a year and nine million a year? So something I think like that. Million for three years, something like that. Yeah, that's like that was a great pickup though. PJ Tucker gonna come in one one of the greatest three point corner shooters in probably the history of the game. He's gonna die for every loose ball. He's gonna guard the best player, regardless where not he gets cooked. He's gonna guard the best player, give you the best effort possible. And they got Matisse out there to also make up for uh, any defensive lapses you could get from Harden or Maxi or Embiid. Sometimes because they workload on offense could be high. I think Philadelphia is legit. It's going to depend on what Harden is looking like. I really want to see what Harden is looking like coming to the next season because based on the offseason runs, it seems like he's just like he's not the same. I was a huge. I'm just like you. I know you are a huge fan of 2018 Rockets Harden. Let's see what he can do moving into the next season. I'm very curious to see what Teddy he's doing. Teddy Harden. Teddy Harden. Teddy Harden. Teddy Harden. Dude jumped off a clip overnight. Teddy Harden, <laughs> appreciate you. Um, I think people focus too much on Harden when it comes to the Sixers. Like Harden is, I look, Harden's turning 33 yeah. in August. He's turning 33 years old in August. He's been in the league. He's a max player. He's been in, actually, he didn't take a max now. He didn't. Very he didn't slightly max. under the max. Just saying, just saying he I'm didn't take a max. He didn't take a max. I'm going to still hold him to that, though. But he but he did not take a max contract. I'm he did take a pay cut. That. He did. Listen, he did take a pay cut. But, did, my but, thing with James James Harden. Harden. but listen, my thing with James Harden is, yes, he's an elite scorer. He's also an elite playmaker. He's been about 10 assists for a half a decade. When I look That's at Harden, Harden. I, 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 I think it's time for a different stage in Harden's career. I want Harden to lead the league in um, – in, um, Assist. I want him to lead the league in um, assist and give me 18 to 20 points on better shooting than 40% because that was fucking terrible. You can't shoot 40% and 30% for three. You can't do that. Did he shoot that in the regular season or in the playoffs? He was probably worse in the playoffs. I want you to be about 45%, 46% from the field and give me about 35 37% if possible from three. And you could be between 18 and 22 points. On this team, there's no need for him to be averaging 30. You're not in Houston anymore. Also, I think one of the one one other thing that come back to bite the Sixers is they paid Tobias Harris too much money to not get the best out of him. They never get the best out of Tobias Harris. And if Do it's they not have enough be, to like, can they really get the best out of him though with all the other options you have? You have to. If it's not offensively, then it has to be defensively. He's getting paid too much money, taking too much out of their cap. For you not to get the best out of Tobias Harris, and to me, the come best down out of Tobias all. Harris, and listen to me, the best out of Tobias Harris isn't 24 points. It's give me 16 to 18 points on a very good percentage and play high level defense. I so think Tobias Sixers, Harris is a fourth option on offense, though. He's a fourth option. So see, now, if you see, get 16 for him, that's cool. But see, I don't. Think should, but see, I don't think he should always be the fourth option. I think sometimes he might want to be the third option because you're paying him as a max player. You, but listen, you're paying him as a max player. I've seen too many times. Listen, I've seen too many times when he got two shots and a half. He getting paid thirty million dollars, bro. You taking up half of your cap for the man. You have to get the best out of the guys you are paying the most money to. And again, if it's not going to be offensively, then it has to be defensively. I you see, be but it's second team NBA all level defense, at least somewhere around that level of um, uh -huh. defense. And then also, we got to look at Joel Embiid. Every year, something with Joel and B. Every damn year, something with Joel and B. Not First last year. Raptors, I mean, he, be on, he broke his mm -hmm. face. He broke his face okay. and had the thumb injury. He literally but broke that, his face. If he doesn't break Doc, his, that was Doc Rivers' fault. He was in the game in garbage time for no reason. But listen, why are you in the game, bro? Why are but, you in the game? Why is this delicate, fragile motherfucker in the game in the closing moments against a series that's already over? 
that's 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 a coach. That's Scarlett. how I'm a coach. Smacked his face, you. broke his face. Every year, something happened with Joel and B. And also, I think Joel and B too many times he want to be Kyrie Irving. You big as hell. <laughs> you big as hell. You are big as hell. And you out here dribbling. Get on the block and destroy somebody. Joel and B for his career. How many times has Joel and B shot over? He also. He be oh, shooting them, them. He be shooting them trailer threes, like like you said, like he Dirk, like he come off the transition. Joel and B has shot only over fifty percent one time in his career. That is inexcusable. 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 They on the fast break like he Dirk and shoot that three ball. Inexcusable. Like, he has shot over fifty percent one point in time in his career. And also, let's be honest, Joel and B is twenty eight years old. I don't know how much longer Joel and B got. He might only have like three, four years left at this. Highly competitive he's years. 20, how old is it? Be 28, 27? 28. But with his injury history, yo, I don't know about that. With his injury history, you also look at big guys. No, for real, like very big guys, 7'2", 200 and something. Like I've seen Joel Embiid in person. That's the biggest human being I've ever seen in my life. Walked right past me a nice guy one time. Biggest human being <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like, huge. Like damn, they don't even look real. Huge. So for the fact, number one, you ain't never shot over 50% in your career. And in the playoffs, it's even worse. You was 43, 42, 45, 51 a year before. And this year, you 58. No, 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 no. This year, you was 48. and average 23. Inexcusable. 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 I'm not mad at that. He got to be. You should be. If if Jokic can shoot 55%, God damn it, you better be 55%. And he ain't got nowhere near the same level of tools you got physically. I'm saying. Oh, I mean, I get yeah, physically. That's physically, okay. you go. You should be able to. You first of all, you quicker than most people. You bigger than most people. Get on the block, overpower somebody. I would challenge Joel and B to shoot 55 percent from the field. If they shoot 55, what you mean? You big as hell. You say shooting 50. You want to go to 55? Yes, I do. Why can't he? 50 is more fair. If today, you look, listen, that's just no, not the, the I don't want to hear about today's NBA. You know, no, no, give me okay, give me, give me, well, stop. stop, give me five centers to look up right now. Just give me five centers, five centers, but five that's centers. not fair. Like, centers no. don't have the a lot of centers don't have the that NBA got. G. Give like, me five, no, 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 stop. Give me five great centers, no, like, no I'm not, yes, I'm not talking about regular, just give me five great centers who who have won championships. Give me five. Who one time? All right, Shaq. Okay, let's Google uh, Shaq. Let's see what let's see what Shaq shot from the field for his career. Center. Stop, for, stop, for, stop, stop, stop. For his career, Shaq is fifty eight percent. Shaq and B have different games though. G like Shaq couldn't do a lot who of. Who the fuck is big as B? Have you like who 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 is big as B? as big as him. He gonna match. He got to match up with Jared Allen. He got to match up with Robert Williams. He got a match Robert Williams supposed to stop you from shooting 50%. Bam Adebayo. He got a match up with. Bam Adebayo supposed to stop you from shooting 50%. Is this what he we've come a, to? He got a match up with Mitchell Robinson. He got a match up with your boy Mitchell Aiden. Robinson supposed to stop he you from shooting 50%. He got a match up with Gobert. He got a match up with Nikola Jokic. He got a match up with Carl Anthony Towns. Cat is supposed like, to stop you from shooting 50%. Listen to the people you just named. You said Mitchell Robinson. His, his game, though, his game is not all at the rim. Listen, everything he get is not at the rim. Listen, I don't and care what it. Look, and, 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 and look, that, is crazy. 
and I feel you, but that might be somewhat of a detriment to his game. And if you're going to do that, then you need to shoot about 55%. I'm going to tell you what Shaq was shooting the years he won. You want to know? It's crazy. Shaq, Shaq game stop, is different, bro. Stop, stop. Shaq didn't. First of all, first of all, hold on. I want to compare Shaq. Hold on, wait, wait. They play hold different on, games, different first styles. Of all, hold on. They don't first play the all, same, bro. Listen, first of all, Shaq didn't dunk every play. Number one, Shaq had great touch around the rim. He didn't dunk every play. He had great touch around the rim. I'm he not had, saying he, he did, but he still had a different game than he beat. Okay, 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 fine. Take Shaq out. Give me another one. Tell me somebody else. Uh, a center that was an uh, engine on the championship team. It, it's a, a lot of people compare him beat to um Elijah one. I was happy you said that. Let's Google Akeem Olajuwon. See what he's shooting. <laughs> happy you said that. For for Olajuwon's but, career, stop. For Olajuwon's <laughs> career, he's fifty one percent. The years he won championships, 52-51. And you said fifty five in this era is crazy. Fifty five. Only to bring listen. that down a little bit. Listen, 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 listen. Bring it down, listen, bro. Like I'm you only, only listen. I'm only saying 55% because at least Elijah Wan did play in the era of centers. You did have to go up against guys like Mark Eaton. You did have to go up against guys like Patrick Ewan, even though he folded Patrick Ewan up. You did have to go up against Shaq. You did have to go up against uh and also what did Hakeem shoot in the playoffs? In the playoffs those years, Hakeem was first year was 51, next year he was 53 and gave you 33 points. He gave you 33 points on 53 percent. Exactly. That's where you need to be at. I'm pretty fired, but Elijah like, not shooting a lot of shots that be shooting. I, I, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I'm just telling you. I don't care what you're doing. I'm just. I, I don't care he what you're doing. I'm just telling you where you need 48 percent for somebody his size is unacceptable. There is nah, no like, way. Like, that, stop. Like, There's. I'm not. There is no way a seven footer as big as he is. We are undergraded. We have great centers in the um. We have great, great centers in the um, league today. I actually think this is kind of an underrated era of NBA big men. We have some really good NBA big men. I don't see no David Robinson walking around, though. <laughs> I don't see no David Robinson. I barely see some Patrick Ewan's walking around. I don't even think I see no Patrick Ewan's walking around. I don't see, see no Shaq walking around either. <laughs> you do got Giannis Isaac Cooper walking around this motherfucker, though. We do have Giannis. Giannis <laughs> plays power forward. But I, I don't. I don't. He, he yeah, they best lineup is come when he be at center sometimes. I'm just you know saying. He's, he's, he's he, he he is listed at power forward. My point being this, I also think some of this has to go on and be. I'm not looking so much at Harden. Harden, I think Harden at this stage in his career, going into being age 33, being on his third team after all of the one million 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 miles that he's put that 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 he's put on his um body at this point. I think Harden should be more around 18 and 10, 20 and 10. 18, that's it. You only want 18 points from James Harden. 18 oh, points. That's Why do I need more? Crazy. I have Tobias Harris. I have Maxi. How much did he take? 30, 30 M's a year, and he's supposed to be one of the greatest scorers we ever seen. If you lead the league in assists, you're basically Chris Paul. Chris he's Paul has a max. And get you at least 23. Chris Paul ain't never had no damn 23. But, like, why? why like, listen. But listen, Chris Paul listen, Chris Paul listen, never be a why, like listen, listen, Chris Paul why do, the ball like But why do I need to do that? I have Tobias Harris. I have Tyrese Maxey, who we assume will take one more step. I have fucking Joel Embiid, who I just challenged to shoot 55%. If Jokic can do it, goddammit, you can do it. That's outrageous, by the way. If Jokic can do it, why can't he do it? What's the difference between Jokic's game? What what wait hold on wait what did let me I'm gonna look it up to make sure it was 55. I know it was something crazy though. But if Jokic so can do it, why can't you? Jokic last year shot 58 from the field. 
Jokic has been above 50% from the field since 2018. And Jokic averaged 27 points. He's a lot more skewed than Embiid, though. Jokic shot. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Jokic shot worse from three last year than what um, Joel did. He did? Yes, that's, that's pretty crazy. Twelve shot, and he still shot fifty eight percent. So if Jokic is fifty eight percent, so if Nikola Jokic, who does not have most of the nowhere that's near impressive. the physical gifts that Joel Embiid can, why the fuck can't Joel Embiid shoot fifty five percent? It's pretty simple. He just isn't as skilled as Jokic is. He's also a much better defender than Jokic is. I also think it'd be fair if you want to really include the if you want a player comparison. I also I also think it be should be in the running for defensive player of the year every year, but he's not. But that's a whole nother thing. But if Jokic can do that, I don't want to hear why I don't I don't want to hear why Joel and B can't do that. So I don't think Harden needs to do that. I think Harden needs to be 18 and 10, distribute the ball around, come in, um, make leading the league in um assists per game, his goal. I won't. I won't um in 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 my personal opinion, the Sixers should have four people in double digits, but actually like the 15 type double digits. How much should Maxi average then? I'm gonna get an 18 from Harden. How much are you expecting from Maxi? 16. 18, 16, how much from Harris? 18, how much from Harris? 16, 18, maybe 20 on some nights. I want all of them around 18. And in B, I want 30 every night, 30 and 10. And again, you have Tucker in now. So, so also your defense should be better, right? You have Tybal coming in off the bench. Like last year, like you didn't even have to pay attention to Tybal. At least this year on offense, you can't just not pay attention to PJ Tucker. He will kill you from the corner if you do that. You also he did will. bring in. You also did bring in Daniel House, right? He can shoot. You still have uh uh uh, uh Corkmont. Yeah, yeah, excuse me, Corkmont. You still have George Niang. You still have. Um, well, you have De'Anthony Mel. excuse me, you have De'Anthony Melton. You still have Shake Milton, who again, I was Low-key, if we be, this team is kind of fire. If you look at the roster, on there is, there is, there is, there is no reason this basketball team cannot be in the NBA Finals. But I am a believer that there has been no reason for years this team couldn't be in the NBA Finals outside of the fact that there's still <laughs> another level that I think Joel B can hit. And that's just what, raising his field goal percentage? And taking, yes, what, being, taking better shots? Being more dominant. There's no reason he can't be. There's absolutely no reason he can't be. When I look, I mean, again, look at even the centers he's been placed up against. On the Raptors, who was it? Was it like, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. I literally don't know who placed center for the uh for the well, coming from you, bro. You a DeAndre Aiden fan, so I, I'm not really trying to hear that from you. I think Aiden should be more dominant, but they don't give him the fucking ball. And Aiden shoot 58%. So what the fuck are we talking about? 58%. He shoot the ball, what, fucking eight times a game or something? <laughs> Ten times? Also, 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 I think MB and Harden, hopefully, can be one of the best pick-and-roll combos in the um league. I don't know if they were last year because, of the fact, I don't know if they got enough time installed to really figure it out. But I didn't think that they should be one of the best pick-and-roll combos in the um league. And I also think Harden should make MB's job easier and make it easier for him to shoot those percentages because he can hopefully get spoon-fed more baskets. Hopefully, I'll, I'll have to agree with that. This Philly team on paper, like just like that's why that's why I can't say I can't. I guarantee Boston to get back because like it's some hitters, and they got to play Philadelphia and Boston. Got to see each other four times. That's must see TV every time. This Philadelphia team on on paper is fire. They have the spacing, they have the shooting, they have the defense. Like 
every hole you need, you would want on your roster, they feel it. Like, it's no excuses, really. So, I think they go actually going to this year with championship or bust. Obviously, health is going to be a huge concern. Harden is not the Iron Man he used to be back in the day. Harden was giving you 75, 78 games a year with 30 points. He's not simply that guy anymore. And B, like you said, something with him every year. Hopefully, Maxi can be there. Harris will be there. But their main question is just health. They can stay healthy. It's championship or bust for this team. I think he did a great job in the offseason acquiring more shooting and acquiring Pidgey Tucker was one of the probably one of the best moves of the entire postseason. Um, the team up one week two, so they don't have a backup center. Yeah, I was just about to see up. They don't have a backup center. They that's 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 fair. They probably gonna have to they they still have Paul Millsap. He could they want to go small and throw him at the five, but that depending on the matchup, that could be nasty. Uh, Millsap not a but we'll no see. More. You said he don't. He not with them no more. Nah, you sure? See. I mean, like, nah, he not. I mean, they have Bassey. They have also. I, I didn't think. Granted, obviously, you know, but I didn't Charles think Paul. Reed. But I didn't think Paul Reed at moments was terrible last year. Yeah, Paul Reed was definitely a fantasy pickup. I didn't think that Paul Reed at moments was was te- they you no know, they they don't have a legitimate backup center. But I didn't think Paul Reed at moments was terrible. And we got special guest Cam checking in. Cam, what's up? Oh, what do you want to argue with us about? What do you want to argue with? You took the liberty to log on, so I so 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 I know you heard something that you don't agree with. We are giving okay, so just to let you know, we are doing a um electric division breakdown. So we did the Celtics already, so now we are on the Sixers. Um, so you logged in. What do you want to chime in about? You muted. Up, Karen? Karen. Oh, yeah, you're not. We can't hear you. Now, Joe, yeah. don't let this guy, Joe, don't let this guy do this to you. I heard you with the comeback. I'm with you, Joe. And B averaging 55. Come on, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Jokic average 58%. Is he Jokic? Is he Jokic? Hell no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So are we saying that Jokic is the best center in the league? Jokic is clearly he's a two-time MVP. He's clearly okay. better oh, than right. um, okay. MB. Clear, clearly better Who than MB. Okay, it's fine. What 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 look what look what look? It goes back to what I'm saying. Listen, don't mean you better. Listen, and listen, listen. listen. Well, the MVP doesn't mean better, but it's too. Cons- he he's been um by the masses he's been considered better. Then look, okay. listen. It goes back to me saying this. Joel and B need to take it up another notch. He does. Period. Yes, I, I, I certainly Period. agree with that. Really? He needs to get more out of Harden. Get more out of Harden. Get more out of get more out of Max. Get more out of Harris. And B did all he could. Damn near last year. Joel, Joel, Joel. Have you ever known Tobias Harris to be a defender? Have no, you but you got to get the best out of him. No, other guys. Now I'm speaking, I'm speaking take, to Joel take, right take now. I'm speaking to Joel right now. We're we're going to come back to Pavy World. We're going to come back to you, Joel. But have you ever heard? Have you ever known of Tobias Harris? The dude out of Tennessee to be a defender. That's fair, but I never also heard of him as being a slouch. Like, I don't see teams like targeting Tobias Harris in their game plans. I don't oh, see like, oh, let's attack Tobias Harris. Tobias, he's not a slouch. He has the size. He has the I don't think he's weak. I don't think he's, I think he has a high IQ. I think he's a he's an NBA vet. He's probably made over $200 million in the NBA. I would assume yes, Tobias Harris is not no slouch. He's not no on defense, he's not a slouch on defense. He's not a Carmelo Anthony. He's not a Carmelo Anthony on defense. He's not twenty-two Carmelo Anthony on defense. He's not. Okay. He's not one of those. He's not Maxi Kleber on defense. He's not okay. a Ryan Anderson. So he's not he, a Davis Bertans on defense. He's not a Kevin Love on defense. He's not that. Can we can we agree on that? He's you're not telling that. me everything he's not. You're telling me everything. You're telling me everything he's not. You're telling me everything he's not. But is he a defender? Is he a defender? And Pavy, shame on you for thinking. He's going to be your number one defender uh, on second team on defense. Shame on you, Pavy. No, 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 no
no, 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 Here is what I say. I didn't, I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even say he was gonna make the team. I can say he needs to give you, um, um, all defense, second team level defense. It's because you're paying him so much money. You have to get the best out of him some way. Look at the people. Look at the people that I'm not mad at you. 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 Gotta you gotta do something. Expecting that, expecting that from him is one thing, but you haven't seen it in the You got PJ Tucker next like to you. You got G, you got PJ Tucker next to you, who's probably gonna take the um number one front Go court player anyway. That's <laughs> that's PJ. that's that's, that's it, If it's the whole center, Go you know it's if 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 you playing against a center, you know MB got him. That means you are left with the second best front court option. Motherfucker, if you can't shut that man down, you already ain't got to score 25. We pay you $35 million. Do something. Tatum down. Tatum down. He's going to be guarding Tucker. He's not going to be guarding Tucker. He hasn't been. I'm not. uh, Yes, he needs to earn his money. Yes, he needs to work harder. I agree with you. But we haven't seen it in 10, 12 years, fellas. I've actually seen it. To put that on a man, and we haven't seen it. I, well, I can't say this. I watched him play games against DeMar DeRozan, and he played very, very solid defense on DeMar. That's why, okay. because, and, because, and, because he, I've seen moments. In a particular moments. game. No, but look, I've seen moments. In a particular game, DeMar I've was hollering moments. at his girl the other night. But listen, I've, but listen, you funny as hell. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> moments. Again, there you go. It didn't, okay. I've seen moments of Tobias Harris being a good defender. If you're not, you have to go out there paying him too much money. For him to be a guy who doesn't play, who doesn't give you $30 million level of production. I've seen too many games when he go out there and score 12 points. If you go score 12 points, god damn it, you better play some great defense. If you go score 12 points, you better have done something. I feel you, but he just don't you, have I that mean, in I, his capacity. I, I, I feel you with that's just I, I not his you. game. Like you only getting 12 points, that's what you're gonna that, get. That's 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 where like it's that's if it, that's more of a mistake on the and, front office than it is like just the, what you gotta work so with. Can. More so 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 front so, office. So, so Ken, rounding this out before we so Ken, rounding this out before we go, you got time to give us one more team? Talk about uh uh one more team with us? Yeah, yeah rounding ahead. this out. Yeah, what do you in like a short synopsis? What do you expect from the Philadelphia 70 um sixers this season? Is it championship or bust? What do you think about the um additions they've made? What's your opinion? Definitely championship or bust. But let's go let's I, again. I don't think it's championship or bust. They're gonna be in no? top four, three or four in the east. I don't I, championship or bust, I don't expect them to win a championship. Uh, I mean, they'll be they're still should, behind though. Milwaukee. You don't need um, to that they're, 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 they're still behind Milwaukee. They're still they're still behind Milwaukee. I mean, I they, don't think so. you expect from Embiid, you expect from Embiid, you expect from Harden, you expect you expect from Rivers. So should they be? Uh, could, does people in Philly expect them to be championship or bust? Absolutely. Uh, the rest I'm of the NBA, I think, not they're still so. a competitive. Uh, well, you're a Lakers fan, so we we know you're. Are you telling me Embiid should look at Giannis like, oh yeah, he's a better player than me, so we should be able to beat them? No, Embiid should look at Giannis like, I'm coming no, I didn't say that. That's not. I'm going to prove the world that I can beat you, and Embiid should be able to go at a player like Giannis. He, and, he and should, prove. yes. I, 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 come on, should he look at Giannis? All the players, everybody player in the NBA should look at everybody else and think they're better than him. Absolutely, absolutely. But is reality. he better than him realistically? No. <laughs> No, there, is, is Milwaukee a, a better team than Philadelphia? They won. They won the championship. The where Doctor Strange whipped it up, where Embiid gets the best out of Giannis in the playoff series. It can happen. I'm just saying, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> okay, you Embiid keep saying it can happen. You can't say it can happen. 
pretty damn good. Harris can't play defense, but has he in 13 years? No. So what do you, come not on. Too many is, players can match up with Giannis and look at him like, oh, shit, you my equal. I'm going to go at not too many players can, can do that. And Bede okay. is more than capable of getting the best so, out of Giannis. So you got, he's more than capable. He's I didn't capable. say he's not. I don't expect – when it comes down to it, I got the Bucks over the Sixers. Okay? I got the Bucks beating the Sixers. If it comes down to it, all things, all things being, all things being equal, all things being healthy, I got the Bucks over the Sixers, and then Boston is going to be a competition as well. So I, then I think it's three or four that they're going to be in the East. What is, what is Toronto going to do? How's Miami going to rebuild? They're going to be three or four in the East, in, the, in my opinion. So it, they're top four, so they're competitive. They'll be, they can be in the final four, so they're competitive for the Eastern Eastern Conference crown. All right, moving on to this stupid ass organization. <laughs> Somebody take this first. I mean, I'll take oh, it. The, the Brooklyn Nets. I'm assuming we, if we talk about them, we're going to make the assumption that they're going to bring Kevin Durant back. Ben Simmons is going to be healthy. We're going to bring Kyrie Irving back. We all can. We all agree that's that's the assumption we're going to make as a as a team on this podcast. Based yes. on that, all right. And we're going to get and we're going to get some minutes out of we're going to get some minutes out of Simmons this season. <laughs> yeah, based on that, I feel yeah, like that's a fair assessment. That's a that's a fair assessment. Yeah. At one point last year, with without Ben Simmons and without James Harden, they were the best team in the conference until arguably best player in the world, Kevin Durant, went down with the. I forgot exactly what his injury was, but obviously he went down. They were the one. They were the one seed. They were ahead of everybody. They were ahead of Milwaukee. They were ahead of Boston. They were ahead of Philadelphia. Ahead of all of these top tier teams, top to bottom, who go. They were ahead of all these teams. Now you come into the next season fully healthy with a, a healthy Ben Simmons, a healthy Kyrie Irving, a healthy Joe Harris, a guy who they were missing the majority of the year last year, and it could be missing more into the next season. A healthy Seth Curry. You bring back um, – I'm pretty sure Bruce Brown is still in this team, right? No, he's you bring gone. back all these guys. I think Brooklyn should also – another championship robust team, assuming everybody is healthy. You bring back the best player in the world, Kevin Durant. With these guys, I think the sky's the limit, assuming everything ends up going right the way it should go. But if KD ends up sitting out a couple of games, it will kind of ruin my whole – like, it will ruin the whole season for me. But I think Brooklyn has the goods. They have the goods to be that team in the East and even in the Atlanta division. They have the goods to, to take it all the way. But it's just there's too much drama going on. There's too much – all this outside noise, and it just kind of ruins the whole vibe for the team. We'll see where it ends up going. But assuming everything is all right, I think Brooklyn has the goods to get back to the finals. But I, I wouldn't bet on them, obviously, considering all the, the outside noise that's going on. But I think Brooklyn has the goods to get there with the fourth place. They can roll out a lineup of uh, Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, um, maybe a Claxton at the five. But it's just like, how do you how do you stop that lineup? You got transition. You said what? Buckets on that. But continue. Buckets on that lineup? Yes. I would have to disagree. I think Ben Simmons, you, like you talk about him, he's one of the best defenders. He can cover all the holes. All the holes on that lineup. Kevin Durant is no slouch on defense. That's Nick, Nick Claxton, not really a slouch on defense, depending on who you're playing against. I think they'll be all right. They have the capability. They were the one seed last year with with all the BS that was happening and everything that was going on until Kevin Durant went down. If they can get healthy and they can cancel out all the BS and somehow Kevin Durant can heal his relationship with the front office, I think Brooklyn, they can be that team as well. That's why the Atlanta division is, like I said before, when I looked at this, the next division is the most competitive division in basketball. If anybody disagree with that, I think they're the most competitive division in basketball. There is no team in that division where there's a slouch at all. You're not looking at New York as a guaranteed win. You're not looking at Brooklyn as a guaranteed win. You are not looking at Toronto as a guaranteed win, and you are not looking at Boston as a guaranteed win or Philadelphia. 
the most competitive division in basketball. But I think Brooklyn is so good, they're capable of coming out on top of this division. But it's just too much drama. We'll see where it ends up folding and going from there. But I think Brooklyn, they're also very talented, and they have the good. They have the good. It just depends on whatever folds out with all this drama and all this BS. Like you said, I want to mute Kevin Durant's name on Twitter. I don't really care about all the hypothetical trade scenarios that are coming across my timeline every day. I don't care. I don't care. I'm tired of it. Like, something's going to happen or not. All the BS and all the rumors with the Joe side, and he wants him to fire Nash and, and fire Sean Marks. Like, bro, I don't care. Like, can we just get to some sort of conclusion at this point, heading into the season? I don't want to see Kevin Durant sitting out. We're just going to have to see. But I think Brooklyn, considering, like, crossing out all the nonsense and all the talk, all the chatter that's going on across the league, they have the goods. If, if, if everything pans out, they have the goods. That's, all, that's, that's my thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets. I expect them yeah. to go. If everything goes right, I expect them to go like I say, like what, like 55 and 26 or 55 and 27, however the math goes, something like that. They're gonna be one of the better teams in the East. Cam, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, <laughs> Joel, Joel is hysterical. Um, I agree. Oh I agree with you though. They do have the goods. They, 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 the goods. they, they do have the goods. They got um, the goods. That man. that team. That team, if, if we're assuming everybody's healthy and we're going to get minutes from Simmons, everybody's healthy and they're going to play, that team is um, championship or bust. It's championship or bust for that team, period. In the, in the question, without stories, it's been three years, the third year of this flip flop, up and down. I mean, we're in the third year of this hodgepodge, this mix up. What do you, I mean, what do you want to call this? I mean, you can't even call it good food, this jambalaya. You can't even call it a good mix because they ain't been a good mix. I mean, you can't, I don't even know what you, what you they call They're not on the place. court. They're just um, not on the court. Well, whatever. I mean, I, I expect this team, you have expectations from this team. You have expectations from Kevin Durant to show that he's a number one player the in the, oh, in the NBA like everybody – Everybody calls him. He has you, you have that expectation. You have the expectation from you have you have the ex, you have the expectation of Kyrie Irving to produce on the court when he plays. First of all, he produces when he plays, but you have the expectation of him to play. And then when he doesn't play, you're you're disappointed because he'll give you some of the <laughs> craziest reasons why he doesn't get on the court. So you're disappointed by that. But when he plays, he produces. So you have Kyrie, KD, you have that expectation. And then as you you mentioned, Ben Simmons feels a lot. He plugs a lot of holes. He plugs a lot of gaps. A lot of holes. For, a lot uh, of them. Oh my for god. The, for the Brooklyn so Nets. Much, so you want to see him? You, you want to see him run the floor? You want to see him play the defense? You want to see him get easy easy buckets for KD for Kyrie? You want to see him then in turn get get him some easy buckets going to hoop? So you want to see all of this, and you have that gives them expectations, and that makes the championship robust. All of them have been in the league. All of them have been in the playoffs. All of them have have performed except Ben Simmons, and we'll see if he's able now to perform when you got two top. 10 or 12 elite players in the game, you got them, those players, can he perform in that in that scenario? So I think this team is championship robust, period. Regardless of Pavi's coaching them, if they got Steve Nash coaching them, if they got um, Marcus Soko, I think they're I think their talent is such that they should be championship robust in, in the ABA. And as I mentioned, just uh, we went talk, we talked about the Sixers a minute ago, and I was telling you their top three or four. I didn't include Boston. I mean, I didn't include Brooklyn in that mix. And there you go. You got uh, Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and the Sixers falling in there somewhere. And Brooklyn is championship robust. What do you think, right. Pat? So my actual opinion is fuck the Nets. Um, <laughs> but for the sake of the show, 
my opinion is this. <laughs> well, you, well, you asked it. Wait, you asked a question. <laughs> my question. Nets. I, I wish I could mute everything Brooklyn Nets until NBA training camp starts, and I see them actually walk in the actual facility and do shit with a Nets jersey on. Fuck the Nets. I'm very tired of everything Brooklyn Nets. I want to mute Kevin Durant. I want to mute Kyrie Irving. I want to mute Steve Nash. I want to mute Sean Parks. I don't even know the owner name. I want to mute him. I want to mute. I care, bro. I want to mute Dumbo House. I want to mute Brooklyn as a borough. I want to mute everything that has to do with Brooklyn and Nets. I want to mute. I want to mute Barclays Center. I want to mute Jay Z for being a part of oh, the team there. I want to mute everything that has to do with the Brooklyn Nets. But for the sake of the conversation, what I think about the Brooklyn Nets, I think if you play 2K, if this was 2K, and you cut the injuries off, oh shit, we got some here. You play 2K and you cut the injuries off, oh we got some here. But number one. Kyrie Irving, like, let's actually look at it. COVID aside, whatever. COVID is one thing. Love Kyrie. I fuck with Kyrie. Kyrie, one of my favorite players ever touch a basketball. But let's be realistic. Over the past couple of years, since he's been in Brooklyn, this is what Kyrie Irving has played. 20 games, 54-29. So we just think that he's just going to come out here and play 75 games this season. Now, if he does, that's just incredible. That, wow. Kyrie Irving has played 75 games one time. That was 14-15 season, and then he broke his kneecap in the finals. So I don't know why we think Kyrie Irving is gonna come out here and just and, and just and just get the bill. I hope he do. Pray to God he do. But I don't know why we think he gonna come out here and get the bill of help. Love Kevin Durant since he been in Brooklyn. One season did not play Achilles. After that, 35-55. Kevin Durant ain't playing 70. Kevin Durant ain't playing. Look at before. Look that ain't fair. Look at before Brooklyn. Before, before 78. Brooklyn. After that, he came to Brooklyn. Okay, look, he, look. He came to Brooklyn hurt. Listen, last year in Golden State, 78. Year before, 68, 62, 72, 27. Then you got 81, 81. It, it's KD out of the past since, I don't even, since Young Thug was, 20, was broken 20, away. 24? Since Young Thug <laughs> dropped Danny Glover. This guy. That's 2014. <laughs> Kevin Durant has played 70 games twice. Kevin Durant. Is 33. He will be 34 years old in September. So we just think Kevin Durant, 34 years old, come out here and play 75 games. Now, if he do, I hope he do. God bless him. I pray to God he do. I can't stand Patty, bro. I love watching Katie play, but we think he just gonna do that. <laughs> I know, right? He just gonna do that. Ben Simmons. I fuck with Ben Simmons. I rock with Ben Simmons. I ain't seen Ben Simmons play in two years. I ain't seen Ben Simmons play basketball in a whole calendar year. You know how different life was a year ago? The last time Ben Simmons touched the basketball? <laughs> Joe Harris. Oh, love wow. Joe Harris. But, 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 but again, TJ Warren on the team. I love TJ Warren. <laughs> last time I saw TJ Warren play was the bubble. If we can get bubble TJ Warren on this roster, we have done some shit. If Ew, you bro. take the injuries off of the Brooklyn Nets, they have done some shit. But then you actually have to add reality into it and everything else. Also, but... I like I like the Royce O'Neal pickup. I think it adds a little bit more defensively. I mean, Royce O'Neal ain't no great defender. They need that. I think he has a little bit more. I still have memories of him being a uh, fucking turnstile and uh, floating everything to Rudy too. But I think he's a better defender than what they had on the um on the um roster. Hopefully, Nick Claxton can um get better. If T.J. Warren can come in, I mean, I'm I'm assuming T.J. Warren on what a one year minimum deal. Um, he's trying to get his career back straight. Um, if his foot is actually good, I think that's a um good pickup. Again, like yes, 
in theory, the Brooklyn Nets have the goods to compete with anybody. You talk about Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons. Even Ben Simmons. The last time Ben Simmons played, he was running rough for defensive player of the year. This is the fact. This is the fact. He also gives them something different. He's probably the best transition player in the um, NBA. He's still a great playmaker. I know people think he can't shoot. He ain't fucking got to shoot in Brooklyn. And even if he can't shoot, it's going to be so much space on the court. It's always going to be him and one man and get to the rim. I trust Ben Simmons to be able to do that. I just don't trust 99 million of the other variables that have to happen for the Brooklyn Nets to be a good basketball team. I don't I like I like I, I just don't. Number one. What is this locker room going to be like? KD don't want to be there. Where is KD's even mind? Ain't even nobody on this team. Who on this team is going to talk KD out of this? Not necessarily. I mean, it depends on, like, what if they keep Nash, if they end up keeping, apparently he's happy with Nash. The Vibes coordinator. Who? The Vibes coordinator. I remember before they rolled the balls on the court, Kyrie Irving said, we don't need it, need a coach. We don't need a coach. Come on, you, knew you can that just roll the balls that out there. That's Kyrie what, don't know that's what the hell he's talking about. He said we don't even need a coach. You, ain't even nobody in that whole organization. That ain't nobody in that whole organization who going to galvanize the troops, in my personal opinion. Let's say they start off the season. That, you got a point there. You got a point You got a point there. You got a point there. And that that is one because you you're not going to follow Kyrie. KD already said he don't want that responsibility. Um, you're not going to follow Ben Simmons. You have a point there, but the talent is so overwhelming on that team. If uh, I understand the points that you make, they haven't been on the court consecutively together in a lot of time, a lot of years or a lot of games, actually. Um, but the talent is the talent is too much to ignore. I mean, their talent tells you just if, if they're on the court, if they're playing, their talent is going to win most games, Pavi. Um, it's going to really? be when they get to the playoffs, if they're able to play and have that continuity going into April, May, June, they have to play all season to get that. But if they don't, if they don't play all season, if they give them, give us uh, what they've given us here in the recent past, the recent three-year history, yeah, this, this team is going to collapse and struggle to make the playing tournament as they did this past season. Yes, number one, even when they were the number one seed, that shit was separated by like three games. It wasn't like they were just up by ten games on everybody. Fire though, don't take off. It's still oh, fire. It, they it's lost two games game. and failed to six. Fire. It wasn't like. It wasn't like they lost two games and it's failed to six. Fire. It's still fire. Just want to say that. Don't do that. Anyway. the hell after Katie went down. But anyway, moving on to the other team in New York. New York basketball is on the rocks. But to the other team in New York, the New York Knicks. <laughs> um, uh, uh, he just said the, the New York basketball ball is on the rocks. Hey, boy, my boy, boy Randall boy, coming back. Randall got the redemption boy, season for Randall. Boy, they holding on for dear life. Um, they've added. They've added Jalen Brunson. Um, shout out Donovan Mitchell for creating generations. Shout out, shout out Donovan Mitchell for the fact that Jalen Brunson's future generations will never know struggle. And brokering this contract with the uh, with the uh, New York Knicks, they added Jalen Brunson. Um, they still have D Rowe. They still have Evan Fournier. They still have Emmanuel Quickly, Obin Toppin. Uh, they still have they still have RJ. Why did I say Cam Reddish is back on the Knicks? They still have Cam Reddish. They have R.J. Barrett. Mitchell Robinson is still there. Randall is still there. Uh, Isaiah Harkinson, which actually I like that pickup. 
is um still there. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll go first about the Knicks. Um, I think the Knicks really oh, the Knicks are a confusing team. I think it one depends on RJ Barrett's uh the the the, the step he takes. I would challenge RJ Barrett to be an All Star this season. Um, I think RJ Barrett averaged twenty points last year. Um, I think if they put the ball in his hands and 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 he continues to grow, um, he's a guy that may be able to average 24 points this season at 24 points in New York with a couple highlights and push you in the all-star game because it's New York and you're in the garden and doing it in a or he said put them in the all-star game. Put them in the all-star game. No, no, not literally. Look, I, I think I I, I I I think he should make it his goal to be a um all-star. Julius Randle, I think Julius Randle will have less responsibility on him this season. Pray to God. I don't want to see him at the elbow, isoing and jab stepping for fucking eight seconds on the damn shot clock all season. Um, hopefully having Jalen Brunson there, um, another guy. Because, again, also last year, D-Rose got hurt. So they they did really lose, like, their offensive initiators. Um, at least you have Jalen Brunson. You still have D-Rose, who hopefully can be there, come back, and at least play, I don't know, 50 games. And you add that with Jalen Brunson. And you have guys who can, you know, hopefully – help get people the ball in their spots. Um, and, I mean, hopefully they're a playoff team. I mean, look, with with with, with the Knicks, all you want to be is relevant. All you want for New York basketball is for them to just be in the conversation and be in the playoffs and be a team that we have to discuss. They have been putrid for the better part of 20 years. All you want to do is have a solid basketball team, and I think New York Knicks fans will be okay with that. I think the Knicks should aim to be what the Bulls were last year. You know, you come out, you come out hot, you win some games, you put some faith in people. People really think you can go the distance. You come back down to earth, finish six, lose in the first round. But you know what you did? You got the women back in the garden. You got the uh, streets back talking. The bongs was binging. You know, you got the people back in the garden. The fuck Trey Young chance was back in the garden. You, it was lit. That's all you. That's all the Knicks need to do is get New York back lit. And I need to do that to win forty five games, go 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 forty five and thirty seven, and beat a six seed. That's what I want the Knicks to do. Do they need? Do they need Donovan Mitchell to do that? To be no, six seed? But Donovan no. Mitchell, no. Donovan Mitchell would still probably have you as a six seed. It would just be more fun. He'd do like three cool ass dunks, and it'd be a very fun watch. <laughs> Be a very fun watch. So yeah, so 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 he'll be in, he'll be in the pro and he'll be in the All Star game next season if he's on the Knicks. He would be in the All Star game next season if he's on the Knicks. He would. He might be. He might be a starter. He would. He might. He would average twenty four d- d- points. He dunk on two people. It'd be really fucking cool. Really cool. He dunked on two people. The garden would be lit. They would tell us Donovan Mitchell is rivaling Devin Booker for best shooting guard. In the NBA, he'd be an all-star <laughs> starter and never get swept in the first round. But you know what? But you know what? For New York basketball, that's better than what Come they've out. had in the decade. That'll be great. So is Donovan Love Mitchell it. worth that though? Is he worth that? If you tell me they're gonna get to the they're gonna get to the uh, first round lose without him, and he does he just gets them there more excitingly, is he worth the is he worth the the coin? Yeah, I mean what who I mean who you want? No, you can't take RJ Barrett, and I'm sure you don't. That's want what to it take sounds like. Brother. That's what it's. That's a, That's what it sounds like is going to happen. He's going to end up there, and I'm just asking you. I don't know. I personally doesn't don't think him, Jalen Brunson in the backcourt is a needle mover. And I'm just saying, oh, yeah. you the way you broke the the way you broke it down, you have them already. The, the as it, they're currently constructed, getting to the first round of the playoffs. 
I don't think it's a need or getting to the playoffs. Care. My thing with the Knicks is like the Knicks haven't had an actual star since Carmelo Anthony. I feel you. So it's like I, I get you your point. I, I get I get what you're saying. So okay, my next question is: Does Hartenstein does he um, replace Robinson as a start as a center for that team? Robinson is still there though. Robinson no, is still there. I, no, I, no, no, I, no, no. Don't, I don't does think he take he his time? Him. Does he take that position? No, I don't so? think he. No, I don't think he replaces him. But Mitchell Robinson fouls so much that they'll probably end up playing the same amount of minutes. He also gets hurt a lot. Russ Robinson, you be getting hurt too. Richard Robinson exactly. also be so he'll randomly. probably end up playing the same amount of minutes as so, so by by default he'll be by the, default, he'll, but that'll be good for that team though. No, it but will that, be that'll be good for that squad though. That that would be good for that squad if it breaks down that way. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not impre- I'm not impressed by this Knicks team. RJ Barrett, I've been hearing for three years how he's supposed to be coming around if he, he develops. Did step up he's last year, good. He did step up last year. I mean, he, he had a better he had a better season than he than his first two seasons. He had a better year than the first two seasons. Is that stepping up? Is that being the difference maker? I'm not impressed. Cam Reddish, not impressed. Obi Toppin, he's been <laughs> underwhelming. Uh, underwhelming. Emmanuel quickly has been solid. Um, Fournier is old. Rose is old. Randall, uh, they keep wanting to take the ball out of Randall's hands. Joel, you mentioned it earlier. Don't have him do that. Pavy, you said you don't want to see him on the post. You don't want to see him at the elbow um, doing the thing. That's what he does. Like Randall's been, nobody can, nobody has been able to um, take him out of the number one spot on the Knicks, in my opinion. Mitchell Robinson, he's a center. Jalen Brunson, now he's going to have the ball in the hand, but are we, Jalen Brunson's not going to score 30 points a game. No, he's not. He, not he really needs. He really Hell, needs. Uh, he really needs to get 17, 17 and twelve is what he needs to do. Seventeen but and twelve. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, Paul. You want Jalen Brunson to average seventeen points and twelve assists? Or, or Randall? What do you expect from him? What, ex- what do you expect from him for $104 million dollars a season? Seventeen and six. Sixteen and six. six. Yeah, You're happy six. with that? You'll be happy with that. So he's gonna give you back. He's gonna give you backup minutes. He's going to be your starting point guard, and you're accepting. Well, backup, backup, backup number seventeen and six. Well, backup is getting seventeen and six. What did he average last year, Pavy? Look at what he what did he average last year. I guarantee you. But he started last year, though. Well, he actually, like, actually did start last year. It was six. Brunson, it was sixteen and four. You're you're accepting. You accepting. It was sixteen and four. You're accepting sixteen and five from him next year. So you want to have two more assists? You're accepting sixteen and from seven from Jalen Brunson yeah. next year. Next season, you're good with that. I mean, that's okay, like, come on, man. Bro, that's I think like average 18 points. I think you average 18 and 5. 18 and 5. That's like asking to snow in LA tomorrow. If you get 12 assists from Jalen Brunson, then it's going to snow tomorrow in LA. 12 assists is crazy from Jalen Brunson. You know how many GK? I don't think you understand how many fucking assists 12 assists is, bro. 12 assists is crazy. Who else is going to have the ball in his hand? Who else Stop. Ball in the hands? RJ, Randall, RJ, Randall, unfortunately. D Rose, quickly. he's there. Quickly will have it. Oh, All right, 12 assists is crazy. Isaiah even if they use him the same way the Clippers use him. Hell, duh. Look, I bet my life on if that one. Not, if, he's not, if, he's, if he's not averaging double-digit assists. He's not going to have double-digit assists. Yeah, he's, he's not, not going to have double-digit assists. Well, he's not getting that, that it was a waste. That's not his, that's waste not his game. Was a waste of money. Picking up was a waste His game is not to go score 30 points a game either. He's going to have the ball in his hands. This is what you guys don't understand. You guys don't understand he's going to have the ball in his hands. The ball is going to be league, in his hand most of the time. Nowadays, he's going to be the initiator. He's going to be the initiator. 
but that doesn't mean the ball's gonna end up in his hands every possession. They got he weapons. Assists, he, I promise assists, you, crazy. So what do you, you say, so you guys are accepting sixteen? He as a backup, he averaged I said like eighteen and I'm not accepting him getting a hundred million dollars. I don't know for. I'm not accepting him getting a hundred million dollars. But I understand he played his way into that contract. Do I think he's? But again, also you have to think about the team for the Knicks. The Knicks have not listen. The Knicks haven't. Who is the last good Knicks point guard? Cam. There hasn't been one. Raymond Fields. Uh, That's the point. Uh, I'm gonna the understand. best they had is old Jason yeah, Kidd. I mean, I can't. Jason Kidd. Oh, Jason Kidd. I was thinking. Okay, I was thinking. He just said Raymond Feld. Like, this this is where the bar is. He said <laughs> Raymond Feld. <laughs> I said old Jason Kidd. Before that, you probably got to go back to Stephon Marbury and Jamal Crawford. That was in 2004. Right, Stephon Marbury. They Stephon haven't Marbury. had. You just okay. want, like for, for but wait, real quick. Jeremy Lin. Okay, Jeremy oh, Lin boy. for like one month. Whatever. Yeah, he, he, he had him on fire. But he averaged 16, 16 and 5 as a backup. No, he wasn't a backup. You don't he was think with the ball in he his hand. He was starting. He, he, was he starting all season? Didn't he come in? He started like 61 games. He, he, he started 61 games. Huh? He started he, 61 games. He started 61 games? Mm-hmm. Actually, as a starter, what he averaged. Let me look at it. That's his career. As a starter last year, Jalen, if I can even. As a starter last year, he averaged 17 and 4. Off the bench, he averaged 12 and 4. He's not a distributor. That's not his game. He's not Wait, a distributor. And 38%. He's a ball handler. And you want the ball. You want the, he's a ball handler. That's my point. He's a ball handler. And he's going to have the ball in the hand because none of these guys, he, hopefully, to Pavi's point, he's, he's taking the ball out of uh, Randall's hand and maybe getting the Randall's hand, making Randall's work a little easier. That's what I anticipate. That's what I would anticipate. RJ Barrett is RJ. I know RJ Barrett is not a spot up shooter, but is he going to make it easier for RJ Barrett to get open um, looks to drive into the lane or open jumpers? Is he going to is he going to be able to do that? That's what I would expect you want from a point guard, and he is in fact a traditional point guard. I mean, he's going to be able to guard, get the ball like, in people's hands more often. He's going to be a floor. He's a floor general, and he's going to be able to get the ball the guys. Uh, easier shots. That's what I would expect. It. That's why I'm saying he's he's gonna have a high assist number. I don't see how you 12, guys come to me and say 12, he's 12, 12, 12 more, though. Like he not averaging more than seven. He not averaging more than seven assists. I promise you that. I personally, I personally would be double disappointed if he does less than double his assist You're gonna be disappointed from last season. I would be disappointed if I was a Knicks fan. If I was paying him this money to bring in a po- traditional point guard into the team, and he doesn't why double it, his assist, why does it have to necessarily be? Why, why do you think that was their goal? Traditional? No, nobody looks. Who looks for a traditional point guard in today's NBA? No, that's not the. Nobody's looking for that. So did you watch that's the final? Really the Tell me, Joe, did you watch the Joe? Did you watch the NBA finals, Joe? Did yeah, you watch the second. NBA finals? Yeah, every second. Did you Did you watch it? Okay, so did you notice that uh, in games what? Uh, six, five, and uh, four for the Boston Celtics. They weren't able to get easy buckets for their for their team. Uh, White wasn't able to effectively get easy buckets for for um, Tatum or 
Jalen Brown? Did you notice that's that? More, I don't know. If, I don't think you noticed that. Five of you will tell you this has been. I've been preaching this for the last four years. Yeah. As long as five of you've been hearing my voice, you you that's need a, a, a point guard to get your quality guys easy shots when crunch time comes. Without that, your team is going to be in trouble. That's fair, but that's so, more of a so lot. So when you're talking about they nobody's gotta, looking for a point guard. They have to be you better. Just, you just told me. You just I, saw, I saw Kevin Durant his first finals average 30. The point guard makes it better. The point guard makes you better. This is what my point. This is what I'm telling you. This is what you're not getting. It shouldn't be a necessity, though. It shouldn't be a necessity. It shouldn't be a necessity. It shouldn't. Well, okay. I saw. All right. I don't know. I just gave you. I can't give you. I couldn't give you a more better, simple, re, better recent example. Like what, what the point guard means to your flock. I can't give you. I can't do that. I can't be able to shut him down. You just had to get better production out of Brown and Tatum. They just they they the, the moment was too big for him. That's all it really was, honestly. No, they were the, no, the moment was too big for him. Listen to the moment was too big. Maybe they were fatigued. Maybe no, don't tell them what it was. No, look, no, look. Cam's 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 point is this: like, yes, yes, you do have guys who you know you do have forwards who can handle the ball. You have power forwards, even centers who can like handle the ball, but. Um, a point guard's job is to make the game easier for other people. So in theory, in 2022? Yeah, yes. Steph still makes the game easier for everybody else. Now, granted, he's not a tra- traditional as in the point of I'm going to walk up, pass it, and walk away. But, like, he still Dame makes the game easier. Dame makes the game easier. Dame still gives you eight assists. Like, he still um, makes the game easier. Chris Paul, easier. James Harden, easier. All of the elite point guards still make the game easier for other people and get people their shots where they want to get shots. It's not like these guys are like Allen Iverson just coming out. Is that what Prime D. Rose was doing? Prime D. Rose was doing that? You're making the game easier for everybody? They score the ball. These guards score the ball. These guys are – Yes, but at the same time, yes, yes. Hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 wait. Joe, 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 Joe. The thing about those D. Rose teams where they were defensive teams, his job was to literally score the basketball. Because the other, the only other person who could score was Luau Dang, and that was only 18 points at best. So D Rose was scoring the basketball. Boozer huh? wasn't scoring. Boozer wasn't getting you 18 and eight. It was like 16. Boozer, Boo was getting you 18 and six. It was like it was like I think I I I think the I think the first year he averaged 19 and 10, and then after that it was like 17, 17 things like that. Point point being is those Bulls teams did not have the offensive firepower that you see with some of the other teams. So yes, Cam, I do agree with you. I think most guards. So it so look so look Cam, I I Cam, I I do agree with you. Hopefully Jalen Brunson can make the game easier for certain other guys. But I also think what Jalen Brunson's main job is is to score efficiently. I didn't know he shot fifty percent last season and thirty eight percent from three. I think if he can give you eighteen points, give you six assists, but do it efficiently because you have a guy like R.J. Barrett who shot forty percent last year. I don't know what Julius Randle shot, but I know it wasn't good last year. So he's probably the most efficient person on their basketball team. So if he can come in and give you 18 points, give you six assists, but do it efficiently and not turn the ball over, I think that would be a huge help to um, this New York Knicks basketball team. Joe, what do you want to say about the Knicks? The thing is, if you look at a lot of the elite guards in the league who are getting all this money, the goal obviously is probably more money for a lot of these players. Jamal Murray is scored first. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is a scored first guard. Trey Young is a scored first guard. A lot of these guys are scored first guards. and they How many of those guards win, though? That's that's you're you're missing the point. A a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff looks good in the regular season. A lot of this stuff looks good in the regular season, Joel. I was looking forward. I was looking forward to the playoff when it when games count. Well, G, it has to do with team personnel. Nobody is looking for these guards. They they bring in Jalen Brunson to maybe mimic what a De'Aaron Fox brings for to the Kings. Maybe Jamal Murray's. 
he's a score first guard. A lot of these guys, Damian Litter, he's a score first guard. Derrick, a lot of the guards who give his money are score with first guard. They're score for Fred Van Fleet is a score first you did, guard. You didn't just say. You didn't just say. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Score first guard. I can go on and on and name guards who scored the ball first. Yeah, but these guys still set their teammates up, though. Marine, Joel, did you just say the Knicks want to mimic what De'Aaron Fox is doing with Sacramento? He's a score first guard. You didn't just say that. You didn't just say the Knicks want to mimic mimic what De'Aaron Fox is doing in Sacramento. You didn't just say that, did you? You didn't just say the Knicks want to mimic Sacramento. Did you Something like that? They gave him all that money. What else? When they're trying to Kings gave him all that money, and De'Aaron Fox is not a pad first guard. We can't I'm saying. Y'all are falling in love with the with the with the pad first traditional point guard. Like, no, it's not. No, no, no. They're no, getting paid or not. No, no, you're, missing, you're missing the point. The guards no, are missing the point. Not you're missing the point. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. You you are missing the whole point. You're missing the whole point. I need that stuff works in October. In January, no, in February, you're missing point, I'm talking though. about. I'm talking about. I gave the example I gave you, Joel, was in the NBA Finals when shit clamps down. How are you going to get easy buckets? That's the example I gave you. I'm not talking about the and, regular and season. And my counter for that is shit, get the wings got to be better. The wings got to be better. I'm sorry. Your your all NBA first team all okay. NBA Tatum has to be better. How you Brown make be your wings get better? Your wings get. That's why I'm bringing a traditional point guard to the team, so they my wings get better they, because my point guard helps him get better. They got to the finals without the one, though. They got to the finals you're, without you're one. You're missing the point, Joel. You, uh, Joel, I just gave you. I just laid it. I, Joel, I can't lay it. I can't put it on a platter no better than for you. If you're refusing to eat off this platter I just laid out for you, I can't do it any better. Y'all are in love with this. Wait, 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 wait. Just thing. So I think the word, hold on, wait. I think, I, I think, I think when we use the word traditional point guard, we think too much about people like John Stockton, right? A traditional point guard, first of all, it's not many people who average 10 assists in NBA history because you know how much you have to have the fucking ball to average 10 assists. But what you do want your point guard to be able to do is run and conduct the offense. That's what a traditional point guard is to me. A guy who can run and conduct the offense. Fred Van Vliet can still run and conduct the offense. John Morant can run and conduct the offense. Yes, he's not his first priority. But listen, no, you know it is. His first priority is running and conducting the offense. Even if it's for each step, his first priority is conducting the offense. Yes, he be getting buckets. The offense, listen, listen, but listen, the offense is somebody the offense is listen. The offense is designed for him to score, but it's not like he's out there going rogue every play. They still these guys still work within the system, so you want Brunson to come in and just conduct the offense. If even if the offense is you going out there, you might have to get twenty. You might have to get twenty five. That might be the offense, but you still want to run and conduct the offense and be able to get guys better attempts and they'll be able to get on their own. That's what a point guard job is. But we can argue about this all day. Last team I want to get to is. The Toronto Raptors. Um, Toronto Raptors season preview. Did Scotty Barnes win rookie of the year? Was it Scotty Barnes rookie of the year? Yes. They Correct. have the they have yeah, the um rookie of the year. They have the um rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes coming into his um second year. Uh they made the playoffs last year. Did they even add who did they add? I'm gonna look. They added, they added they added Auto Porter, which makes complete sense. That's like normal that's a Raptors player. They really added Auto Porter. Uh they still have Burks, they have DJ Wilson now, they have uh uh, uh, Hernan Gomez, Trent Jr. is still there. Fred Van Vliet, Precious, uh, Michael Flynn, OG and Nobly. 
the Scotty Barnes, obviously they, they have Ski, Pascal Siakam. Um, what do you think about this team? Um, and what do you see from them this season? And what's the future like for the Raptors? Joe, go first. I think I think the Raptors is like the Atlantic, Atlantic division. I think they're the sleeper team in the Atlantic division. I think a lot of us project the Philadelphia to go out there and punch teams in the mouth. We project Boston after the moves they made in Philadelphia to kind of go out there Running the Atlantic Division, but I think they're a sleeper team with Nick Nurse running that team. Obviously, one of the better coaches in basketball. I'm pretty sure we're all over doing that. Top three, top five coach in the NBA, no further than that. And you got a guy like Scotty Barnes, where you don't know how good he could be next year. I think I put him in that Anthony Edwards category, in that LaMelo Ball category. You don't know how good he could be next year. He could come out there and be damn near be a, a similar to maybe a, a 2014, 2015 Kawhi Leonard, maybe with more volume. I just think the sky's limit with a guy like Scotty Barnes. You ride on him. And you have the guard to get him the ball to where he wants it. And you have the system that they have. You got Fred Van Fleet and the guys that they have. I think the Raptors, they can be that sleeper team in the Atlanta division. They might, if they come out there and they finish second in the Atlanta division or maybe even first, I'm not going to be 100% surprised by it. I, I love the auto porter pickup. They bring it back Gary Trent Jr., who's one of the better shooters in the league. Uh, he's literally like one of those, I call it like one of the most highly touted players in the league. Every GM would kill for Gary Trent Jr. Like I killed him and I'm, Everybody would want Gary Trent Jr. on there for every team. They got the, they have, they have the personnel to be a fire team. It just depends on just how good is Scotty Barnes next year. Is he a sort of like a, is he an 84 overall player? Or does he jump to like a 90 overall tier one? Is he an all star next year? Like it depends on. I think a lot of it relies on Scotty Barnes, but I think he's capable of making that jump. Um, this team is fire on paper, and I think when you have Nick Nurse as your coach and you have the guys that they have surrounding him, I think. And Pascal Yakum, he snuck in the third team All NBA. You get another great year from him. Maybe he goes second team All NBA this year. Maybe he gets another third team All NBA. Yeah, Siakam was third team All NBA last year. He snuck in there. He stole it. They have the talent. They have the guys. You he got stole, Fred, Gary Trent. They bring back a Thad Young, a vet presence. Uh, they got Isaac Bonga. Chris Boucher is one of the better centers in the NBA for uh, production wise. They got presses from um, he was uh, started with Miami. But they have a very talented roster. They have great coaching. They have one of the best fan bases in the league. The Raptors, everybody knows the Raptors uh, fire fire fan base. They're going to sell every night. They're going to scream at you. Uh, I think the Raptors, they, they they're going to be that sleeper team in the league and the sleeper team in the Atlantic division. They have the goods. Let's see how good Scotty Barnes can be. Everything is pointing in the direction to where he can be that guy. I've seen plenty of offseason clips. Not just him clamping up Harden, but him just clamping up guys across the league in these open runs where he just stays in front of people. It's very hard based on what I've seen. In last season and in these offseason runs, it's very hard to get by Scotty Barnes. You cannot get by him. He sits down on you. He'll clap in your face. He'll be intense. He'll bring intensity. He can score on you, and you're not going to get by him. He brings that intensity to the regular season next year, and he really puts his mark on the league. I think the Raptors can be one of the better teams in the league. Uh, it's going to surprise people. Uh, Scotty Barnes is probably one of those once-in-a-lifetime uh, type players. I think he was the fourth pick last year. He was the top five pick. Fourth pick, yeah. It, it's going to it's going to rely on him, but I think he has a good for it. The intensity, he has the the emotion, the pride, all of the above. He can score, he can get a stop. It's going to depend on what Scotty Barnes brings to the table and what the uh, the, the supporting cast has already proven between Fred Blanfield, Gary Trent, Siakam, Boucher, Precious, Nick Nurse, the fan base. Nobody is going to go into Toronto next year and think, oh, we got a guarantee win. Nobody's going to look at this team like that, and they're going to be. One thing from Nick Nurse, his team is going to be well-prepared every night. Out of every timeout, it's going to be execution. Out of every – no matter who's coming in, you're going to have a game plan. You're going to have a game plan for Giannis. You're going to have a game plan for Embiid, a game plan for all these – a game plan for Tatum, a game plan for all these hitters. I think Toronto can, once again, be very good next year, like how they have been over the past couple of years. I love um, what they have on the, one of the better 
run programs in his um in the past in the past like ten years in the league. I think they've really probably not ten, maybe five years, the last five, six years. They've been wanting to obviously won a championship in twenty nineteen when they had Kawhi Leonard. I think Barnes can kind of replicate what Kawhi Leonard brought to that team in twenty nineteen. So I think the Raptors, nobody should sleep on this team. Everybody stay awake. They got a lot of pieces. They have the youth, they have the coaching, they have the personnel. I think don't everybody stay awake. A top five league pass team for sure. They never slouch. So yeah, I'm 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 all in on the Raptors. I like what they did this offseason and I like what they have going forward with the coaching and everything with Toronto basketball. Okay. That's, that's my thoughts on the Raptors. <clears throat> I wouldn't say Scotty Barnes is a Scotty Barnes is a that young guy. Kawhi Leonard. I would say he's a young Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I think he Why has not? a little ways to go. I think Kawhi won the championship by at, at, the, at Scotty Barnes' age. Um, I wouldn't say that because Scotty Barnes is good. Don't get me wrong. I like Scotty Barnes. Very I, like everything good. He brings I don't know that I put him in that category. Um, him with Pascal, uh, Fred Van Vliet, you know, as you stated, they're going to get the coaching, um, the organization. I mean, there's going to be somebody um, who who steps up that we weren't expecting, whether that's Otto Porter Jr., um, whether um, – whether that's the rookie Ron Harper Jr., somebody they they pull their organization um, generates those kind of under yeah. um, those underrepresented players, uh, underachieving players, if you if you understand what I'm saying. So we know some they're going to be a solid team. They're going to get the quality coaching. I'm not sure that uh, they're going to get 50 games this season though. Um, we talked about how the other guys in the in the Eastern Conference. I think that they finished fifth last year. I think they're solidly. They got forty eight wins too. last year. Forty eight wins last year. I, I, I know, but I'm saying there's they got forty eight. I don't know if they're going to get two more wins because again, we we already talked about the strength of the East, the, the, how the East is top heavy, and they're solidly in that fifth spot. I think they're going to be right there where they were last year, and then that that means they could upset that number four team, whoever that may be. Because again, as you pointed out, the organization, the strength of the organization, the continuity that they have, they have um, consistently developed, turning out good basketball players and they have a good competitive team the coach good coaching the, the organization is, is um top notch top to bottom yeah, one of the better so with that they think they're, in, gonna, in the whole league. they're gonna develop their players they're gonna develop their players it's hard to say that they're not gonna win two more games but I think the we already talked about the strength of the division or the strength of the conference so that puts them very solidly in that fifth spot would you say Patrick um, I think the East in general has gotten better, so they might not win the same level of games. That doesn't mean they aren't a better basketball team. And I wish, and also the thing about the Raptors is the past couple of years. Well, it's a question mark. Like they could win 52, weirdly. They could win 47. I think it just like depends on the also. I want to see what happens with um OG. I feel like his time may have been surpassed as far as in um Toronto. Um, so I feel like what happens with him, can you flip him and get a piece for him? Or can you get something for him? You think can get something for OG? Yeah. You think they can get somebody? Yeah, 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 they yeah, get yeah, a score. Yeah. They probably need a score next to. Uh, I would yeah. say another, another score next to Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. So they're not. I think you could him. flip him and get something. Um, um, he's a okay. what six eight wing, good size. I mean, I think every team wants a good six eight wing who can defend, make a three, um, three and D guy. I think you can get something for him. Also for the Raptors, they finally have stability within like their situation now. You remember the, the bubble year they were playing in what was it, Florida? Right. Playing yeah. in Tampa. 
last yeah, year right. they were in Toronto, yeah. but the arena couldn't be full because they it was like full and not full and full and not full again. Um, so like they kind of yeah, had a yeah, weird point, situation over the past couple of years. Hopefully now with COVID being more, I want to say hopefully it stays more manageable. Um, this is a they they can kind of get back to some semblance of normalcy for their team because Joel is right. They they that that probably is one of not probably it is one of the best fan bases um, that we have currently in the um, NBA and going up there and playing in that arena is difficult. Um, so yeah, you know hopefully they get a little bit more stability uh, this year. And yes, to me Scotty Barnes is from like the Scotty Pippen lineage tree. Um, I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's ever gonna be the same type of score that Kawhi Leonard is. I do think he is really good in the post though. Um, early on, I think he has a good hook shot. I know a lot of his buckets came from down there. He almost shot 50% last year, actually. Yeah, he's a monster, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He almost shot 50% last year, actually. So having him and Pascal um, as your three and four for the next couple of years, I think that's great. He's a monster. Uh, 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 Precious, Akasha, Kim Birch, and um, Boucher, that's a good center rotation. Kim Birch is good, too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Raptors have a good, solid team. I still think that they're maybe a star away. I think that these Raptors are back to being the Raptors of, like, the mid-2010s uh, when it's, like, they were always really, really good. I don't know if they were like championship level. Whereas, like, if they if they didn't have to go up against like a superstar, they might get there. But the fact they have to go up against superstars, it's like uh, I don't know. But I like this Raptors team. Like I said, I think they are their team that could win fifty two games. They could win forty six games. They could really, really shock us. They could be like the same level of what they were last year. But I don't think this doesn't mean that we won't see improvement from the Raptors. But the East is just in general tough. But I think they can be better than the – I think they can be the third best team in this conference. That's the no, ceiling? Oh, I think conference. third best is the ceiling? Actually, actually yes. I, th- I, I think they can be the third best team in the conference, and they can be the – That's their ceiling. That's yes, their ceiling. Ceiling, 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 ceiling. I, th- I, think, I think three to six is their ceiling. If they were a playing team, I'd be disappointed. I think three to six is their ceiling. They'll probably fall somewhere in there. I think they can be better than the Bulls. Um – I think they can be better than the uh, Nets. Um, I think they can be better than let's see who else is in the uh, East. Um, oh, did I miss the Bulls conversation? Did I miss? Did no, I miss the Bulls conversation? No, we're just not we're on. Yet. Oh, I think they can be better yeah, okay, than the. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think. I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted to. Hear, I wanted to hear that, Joe. I want to hear that. I want to see his objectivity on the Bulls. I think they. they I, 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 I think they're better <laughs> than the um, Hawks. Um, I, I think. Um, I think depending on how things play out, maybe the Sixers. Um, so I think there are teams that, you know, they can for sure be, be uh, better than. But uh, I'm excited to see this Raptors team. I'm excited for Scotty Barnes' uh, progression. And we all know Nick Nurse is, is 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 a wizard when it comes. Like, Definitely. Nick Nurse will win you some games just off him trying shit. He's not scared <laughs> to just try shit and end up winning some games. Oh, definitely. Um, so, yeah, but – uh, rounding it out, man. Uh, next week, I guess we'll do we'll do central division next week, or do you want to take it to the west, Joe? Let's take central it to the let's go, let's, let's take it to the west, and then we'll go we'll alternate west, east, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So next week, we'll be back, we'll do some division in the uh west. Cam, man, thank you for popping on, thank you for joining us. I'm sure that people know where they can find uh-huh. you at, but tell the people where they can't find you at. Hey, you guys can find me, Voice of the Fans, on YouTube, at underscore Voice of the Fans on Twitter, at underscore Voice of the Fans on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys for letting me crash the show. Appreciate you guys. Keep up, keep doing the good, uh, the good job. Joel, 
Take off the What's Lakers up? jersey, man. Find you another jersey this season. <laughs> Find you another jersey this season, fella. Nah, man. I've been Thanks, guys. Thanks for letting me join you. My dog. Cool. As always, man, Joe, get your, uh, Joe, get your plug in. Tell, tell the people where they can find you at. Man, shout out to Cam. I've been a Lakers fan for 25 years. Yeah, I'm 25 years old. I'm not taking it off. It's not going nowhere. Tatum is your favorite player. This he, is so nice. He's not my, he's not my favorite. He's one of my top three, top five. Three Who's your favorite player? Kevin Durant. My favorite player? Yeah, Durant. <laughs> and second is probably Anthony Davis. But anyways, yeah, anyway, give me on the gram, y'all. Joel R. Wilson. Give me on Twitter at the Jolts. Another great episode. Preview at Atlantic Division. Coming back with y'all. We're going to go to the West next week. Thank y'all for tuning in. Shout out to Cam for coming through. Shout out. Thank you, Tyler. Let's get it. As always, man, follow me on Twitter at Pavy World, P A V Y World, all one word, man. Um, as always, man, go check out my music. Uh, anywhere music can be found, you can find it um, on all streaming services. Uh, shout out y'all for tuning in. This is a longer one today. Shout out y'all for tuning in. And uh, until next time, it's been Hoops and Bruce.